The views and opinions expressed on Analyze This are entirely those of the on-air participants and do not reflect those of the station's board, management, staff, or underwriters. And good Friday morning and welcome to another edition of Analyze This here on your NPR station in the U.S. Virgin Islands, WTJXFM with yours truly, Neville James. I'm on the wrap. And um, we're bringing the show uh, from over here uh, on uh, St. Thomas. Had some runners to deal with over here yesterday evening, but uh, all is well. Nice and breezy this morning. I was checking the weather, right? And uh, I noticed um, that um, the chance for rain on both uh, the south side of the Virgin, St. Croix, and uh, here on the northern side in St. Thomas and St. John uh, is in the single digits. Uh, so, um, you know, today's supposed to be a beautiful day uh, in comparison uh uh, to the last uh, two and a half days, uh, which have been wet uh, here uh, in the territory. So the island will be green as we head towards um, a big weekend uh, in the Virgin Islands, um, President's Day weekend. Uh, of course, you know, that's the, the Ag Fest that's going to take place on St. Croix. And, um, you know, um, based on, on three-day activity per capita, um, that is the uh, number one economic event in the Virgin Islands, right? A lot of activity taking place there at the uh, Shelter Brand Fairgrounds uh, down there uh, in uh, Estate Lower Love. So we're looking forward to that. A lot of folks um, come home um, for the event, come from the mainland for obvious reasons because it's kind of uh, nippy. Uh, up the way. So um, we're, we're looking forward to seeing everybody and uh, hopefully having an incident-free uh, President's Day week into the weekend, which uh, runs the 17th, the 18th, and the 19th, okay? Saturday, uh, Sunday, uh, and Monday. Um, today we should be speaking with um, Nicole Parsons uh, in a little bit because uh, 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 the forum um, they, you know that uh, they they do a great job. Um, they do a great job uh, hosting events. So uh, hopefully uh, we can uh, uh, get her on uh, in a little bit. And then uh, Mr. Danny Dedeville, uh gonna be joining us uh, a little bit later. He has the Internet Cafe uh, in uh, Christians. Now we like to know, you know, what are um, entrepreneurs are dealing with out there uh, in the elements, the economic elements. Uh, so we're looking forward to talking with him. A um, lot, of, lot of developments uh, uh, taking place on the mainland. You know, we keep an eye on mainland politics. Yesterday was a big day. Um, uh, Donald Trump um, was uh, uh, very, very dominant yesterday in um, uh caucuses in Nevada and the Virgin Islands. By the way, um, they held the caucus at the, the Bluebeards uh, Castle um, uh, Hotel, and then uh, they announced the results at a party 
uh, over there at the Morning Star uh, at French Press Reef. And we covered that. So look out for some for some news on the uh, WTJX newsfeed with Tom Ader and uh, Marcelina Ventura Douglas uh, covering uh, last night's Republican caucus here in the Virgin Islands. So we'll break that down. Table talk on Monday going to be hot. So we're looking forward to that as well. But you know what? We got Miss uh, Parsons on the line. So Nicole Parsons uh, from uh, the forum. So let me uh, bring her into the mix. Uh, good morning, Nicole. Uh, how are you? Good morning, Neville. I am fine. How are you? I'm doing good. You're coming in uh, absolutely perfect, loud and clear. So I, I like that. Um, um, I'm over here on St. Thomas. It's nice over here this morning. The sun is coming out, and it's starting to still warm up a little bit. But I, I am not the only one on the line because we have Janae Provost from St. John's School of the Arts because we're, this is a collaborative initiative between the two oh. of us. Okay, well, let me just... Let me, yes, good morning. Well, no, I'm going I'm to yield to both of you um, so that you can uh, uh, tip the audience as uh, to, to, what, to what we're about and how we're going to have this conversation this morning. So go right ahead. Yes, well, with, with the forum, we're working together with the St. John School of the Arts. Uh, a couple of times a year, we're sharing artists, and we do that in collaboration with the Mid-Atlantic Arts Foundation. Um, that gives us the opportunity to have, you know, the groups that we're going to talk about this morning, like Imani Wins, that is normally very hard for us to get here. Um, they help out to get them the the level of uh, proficiency and, and extraordinary music to the islands. Okay, so the St. John School of the Arts um, um, had opened in what, 1980? I'm looking at it at the website here. Yeah, so um, actually it started from a small community steel orchestra. And we started practicing in church buildings and wherever we could have, you know, the space to be able to practice. So the building um, that we have right now, yes, we've been in this building since 1981. Um, uh, let me ask you to uh, introduce yourself to the audience and then you can go right ahead. Sure. My name is Janae Provost. I'm the executive director here at the St. John School of the Arts. Okay, good. So go right ahead, man. Let's tell the public about the good things that we got lined up uh, in the near future and, and all that good stuff. I think Nicole and I are both super excited to welcome Imani Wynn. Um, I think we've been anticipating them arriving and even, even more so now on the edge of them winning a Grammy. So I think that's just uh, wonderful for us to be able to share the musical talents of Emmanuel Wynn, not just with the community, but also we both really strongly in the importance of exposure for students. And so a part of what we do is offer that experience to um, our students. Today for me here on St. John, Emmanuel Wynn will be performing and having a Q&A segment with Julius Sprouse School. So we are super excited about um, being able to offer that. This is a part of the um, the Sis Frank concert, concert series, Nicole? 
Uh, yes, for Xinjiang is part of the Swiss French uh, series, which is amazing because it's not only Imani Wins that they have that won the Grammy, but uh, Alex Brown, who will perform there in April with Victor Provost. Uh, he was on the same record as in Money Wins. So that is a, a huge coincidence, but it is amazing to have for them, to have that on Xinjiang, um, two people on that level right now. And uh, for the forum, it's just what, what Janae, I'm emphasizing what Janae just mentioned, exposure is just the most important thing for us um, towards the whole community. So this morning, uh, Imani Wins is early in the morning working uh, with students of symphonic band and jazz band um, on St. Thomas and on Wednesday evening, because on Wednesday, two of the members came in already. They worked at the University of the Virgin Islands with the music students there. Um, so they have a long day today. They're starting now at... Um, on St. Thomas, and then at 12, they go over to St. John, and then they do workshops there, and then they have the concert at 6 o'clock tonight. Um, but luckily, tomorrow, they have the day off, and then they have the concert in the evening uh, at the Prior Jalak Hall on St. Thomas. No, I'm looking at um, Imani Wins. Um, they're a wind quintet uh, based in New York, Ms. Provost. Yes, correct. And, um, yeah, and the beautiful thing about uh, Imani Wins is, and it falls perfectly in uh, Black History Month, is that the reason they got together over half a decade ago was to ensure that there is representation, right, in the classical world, but also the crossover between classical and improvisational music. Um, especially then, it's it's way more now, but especially then. Um, the community was not that well represented. So what they started was a group of, um, um, yeah, a wind ensemble of five people representing um, the community and the culture and also writing. So they're writing their own music, um, but they're also arranging uh, other contemporary pieces. But their point is to really make um, and develop music. That's why this Grammy from last Sunday is so important because it's all about their music and their compositions um, and showcasing the talent that is there in the community. And then um, and then they make a crossover. So their CD that they won a Grammy with was was named uh, From Bach to Coltrane. So that, that shows the wide range of um, of their ability. And it's all acoustic, so that that made they work with sounds and embellishments of different sounds together in a very incredible way. But still, cool, right? It's not stiff um, because they still have the swung in there that you would expect from an ensemble like this. Yeah, um, the the members are um, Brandon Patrick George. He plays the flute. Uh, Toy and Spellman Diaz plays the oboe. Mark Dover plays the clarinet. Kevin Newton plays the French horn, and Monica Lewis uh, plays the bassoon. So um, this is a nice, this is a nice quintet, and um, they've been active since 1997. Nicole, so uh, over 25 yeah. years. Yeah, yeah, correct. Um, Has Dion ever played with them? No. Say that again. Has Dion ever played with them? 
Well, the funny part was that um, over the years, members switch, right? So yeah. the last uh, members are there, some of them from the beginning, uh, but the newer members that are there for like a decade is still a long time. When they saw the um, on Wednesday at the university, they were like, oh my goodness. When they went to school, they went to see Dion play in New York all the time. So they were okay. starstruck when they came here <laughs> at the university. That's nice. Oh my goodness, this is Dion Parson. I, I used to follow you everywhere in New York when I went to school. So yeah, that was really nice. Yeah, Miss Provost, Miss Provost, yeah. how was the St. John School of the Arts uh, making out? Uh, how many members? Uh, how many students? And and just give us some background as to uh, where we at right now in its evolution. Sure. So we offer after school programming, in school programming, and community arts programming. In our after school program right now, we have about 106 students. We're offering 22 classes in movement, um, in music in theater and in visual arts, including textiles. So we started last year a uh, fashion design class as well as a jewelry making and beading class. So we have 22 offerings in our after-school program. In our in-school program, we have three running programs right now. We have a program called Open Arms, which we give art exposure to students with special needs. So these students have IEPs in the education system. And so we have a class tailored to instruction that is modified and helping to bring out the best in those students with special needs. We also have a music exploration class at um, Gift Hill School. And then we have our, we just had our Broadway comes to St. John, which we bring down two actors from New York they work with all the fourth graders on island. Julia Sproul, Gift Hill, Christian Academy, as well as this year we had a homeschool fourth grader. Um, they work with them for three weeks, learning music, um, dance, and then and acting, and then they put on a performance. So we just had our Broadway come to St. John, not last weekend, the weekend before, which was amazing. And so our community arts programming, uh, one, of, you know, one of my favorites, is our senior arts program. And so we offer arts exploration to our seniors at the Adrian Senior Center. And so they get everything from bambula dancing to um, painting and other visual arts. So we're doing really well over here on St. John. That's that's awesome. Um, so you say 106 students in the after-school program? Yes, 106. And we have them from all schools. We have them from... Uh, Julius Brown, Gift Hill, Christian Academy. We have homeschool students. We have students from Eudora Ken, students from BCD. So, um, you know, our doors are open to all students. We don't turn anyone away. We try and provide as many scholarships and free programming. And we have some really great donors that um, hold our mission and vision close to their hearts as well, too. And so we don't turn anyone away. No, that's, that's awesome. Um... And uh, Eddie Bruce uh, just texted me to said, don't forget, this is where uh, Victor Provost got his start. You know what I'm saying? So, Miss Provost, what's the connection? So, Victor is actually my brother-in-law. Okay. Okay, there we go. See, yeah. I didn't want to assume anything. Yeah. That's why I had to ask the question. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, 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 so that's good. And, and he's a, a steel panelist par excellence, right? 
Yes, that is true. That is true. And he will be here with Grammy Award winning, you know, Alex Brown in April. So we are excited to welcome our alumni. And, um, you know, Alex has become family as well, too. It's going to be, I think, their fourth or fifth concert here. So um, yeah, great things on St. John's. And I got I to gotta still punish in my presence here this morning as well, Yudel uh, Maduro. Uh, he's a he's a master panelist as well, so working here at, at WTJX. So uh, I'm fortunate uh, to be in the presence of um, Steel Pan uh, connoisseur, so to speak, uh, today. So so that's good. Um, we're talking uh, with Miss uh, Jene, right? That's how you pronounce it, Jene. Yeah, you got it. Uh huh. Yes, yeah, Jene. Jene Provost um, from the St. John School of the Arts. We're also uh, talking uh, with Miss Nicole Parsons, who. Um, uh, runs the the forum, and the forum um, they have a they have what we would call a a, a, a very uh, diverse um, program a calendar that runs um, from the fall up until uh, uh, April May right somewhere around there uh, Nicole and yes, and uh, and, and uh, we uh, we look forward to talking with them they got a lot of events going on I was looking uh, at uh, at the the calendar so what we're gonna do is we're gonna take a break. And when we come back, um, Nicole, if you could update uh, the public, the audience, on the calendar and what we got uh, left uh, heading towards the spring. And um, uh, we'll get, talk, get some more information about uh, Imani Wins when we come back uh, from this break. You listen to Analyze This. It's a beautiful. Um, thank God it's Friday in, in paradise. And uh, we'll be back uh, right after this. St. John's School of the Arts presents Imani Wins, Woodwind and Brass Quintet, a celebration of composers of color. This Friday, 6 p.m. on St. John and Saturday, 8 p.m. on St. Thomas. The three-time Grammy-nominated Imani Wins have inspired audiences of all backgrounds for over a quarter century. Imani Wins presents original chamber music compositions and arrangements of Herbie Hancock and Poquito de Rivera's improvisational sounds. The performance is made possible with support from the National Endowment for the Arts. With so much going on, it can be hard to keep up with who's doing what and why. I'm Aisha Roscoe, host of Weekend Edition Sunday, letting you know whether it's news from across the country and the world or a deep conversation about a novel, movie, or music, we got you. Grab your coffee or your earbuds and tune in to Weekend Edition from NPR News. Sundays at 8 a.m. right here on WTJX FM, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. A new year deserves a fresh start. The Bank of St. Croix provides in-person service, personal and business checking accounts, online banking, and mobile apps for banking on the go, a nonprofit community investment checking account, and a 24-hour banking cash management platform. There are two locations, one in Gallus Bay and one in Peter's Rest. The Bank of St. Croix has something for everyone. Contact a customer service specialist for details regarding our nonprofit community investment checking account. Member FDIC. Hi, I'm Peter Sagal. You spent the week listening to the news. Don't you think you deserve to show off what you've learned on Wait, Wait, We Give You a Chance to Impress Your Friends with Your Knowledge of International Incidents, Political Gaffes, and the Latest Advancement in German Nudists? You'll be the life of the party! 
or the death. Either way, you'll make an impression and you can thank Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me from NPR. Saturdays at 1 p.m. and Sundays at 2 p.m. right here on WTJX FM 93.1, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. this uh sorry about that i hadn't had that had really grab there that that's my fault so don't blame me for that but it's a beautiful friday in paradise you know we had a couple of days of inclement weather and now we're um you know we're gonna have a beautiful weekend here in paradise so uh, we're looking forward to uh, uh paradise as we know it uh in february we've got uh miss nicole parsons from the forum and miss jenny uh provost from the saint john uh school of the arts joining us imani wins is in the territory and uh as is the norm, um, um, Nicole um, yes. is is always, you know, astute enough to make sure that the the bands and the groups that come to the Virgin Islands um, they make some uh, public appearances outside of their performances. And you were mentioning that um, they're on St. Thomas. Today they're going. They're going to be on St. John today, and then uh, come back over to St. Thomas to perform for tomorrow. Correct. So they uh, they came in on Wednesday. Um, they worked with students at the UVI on Wednesday night, and then um, the rest of the ensemble came in yesterday on St. Thomas. They're staying on St. Thomas, and then this morning they work in the schools on St. Thomas, and then they take the 12th uh, noon ferry to St. John to work in the afternoon with the students on St. John and then in the evening on St. John at the St. John School of the Arts at 6 o'clock they will have their concert and then they will take the ferry back after that to St. Thomas and then they uh, can rest a little bit on Saturday during the day and then uh, on St. Thomas by the prior Jalakal um, the courtyard will open up at 7 and then at 8 o'clock is the concert. And I am double excited, to be honest, for tomorrow night because the forum, with the forum, we're starting a new venture that we're adding to our programming. And that is that we're highlighting uh, young people in the community that are really paving their way on a high-quality level. Um, so tomorrow night... We will present, before Imani Bin starts, we will present um, Malachi. I would honestly say that his last name is not on my list here, but Malachi is a classical pianist. He is in, um, in 11th grade. He's working very hard in his craft, and um, we're giving him the chance to tell the community about himself and then play one piece. And um, and then a money wins comes up, so I'm very excited about giving uh, young people that work so hard 
the opportunity to showcase what they're doing. So at, at uh, this point, the Money Wins is also working with him, um, among other kids, in in a workshop. But um, but again, I'm I'm excited about that fact that we're showcasing. Um, these young people that are so committed to the music, uh, next to the people that are already making a living on a on a worldwide, you know, uh, terrain. So that that I'm excited about. What I like about this, Miss um, Provost, uh, good morning once again, is that um, we're exposing classical music and and also instruments that are not uh, how you would say like high profile or or typically used. You know what I'm saying? So I, I think exposing our young people to 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 how broad and expansive sound is, uh, it can only can only actually help us um, and help our young people. Absolutely. And I think it even makes more of a difference when those people look like them. So I think that's just the key, key part as well, too. Uh, I think for a lot of our students, you know, the music that we hear on a regular basis, um, it's what they're kind of used to. And so other outside of, you know, the forum and the things at School of the Arts, they students may not have the ability to hear that type of music as, I mean, even more so being able to see a live concert um, of musicians of this caliber. So that's super, super exciting and um, part of, I think, the biggest part of what Nicole and I want to be able to like, do from like, the like that, that we stand on. I like that terminology, musicians of this caliber. That's what I'm talking about. Um, for those uh, who are listening and you want to um, actually uh, get a visual, you could go to www.stjohnschoolofthearts, just like I pronounced it, stjohnschoolofthearts.org, and you'll see all the information there as it relates to um, the performance uh, for the, the concert series uh, in St. John. That's um, from 6 p.m. to 7.30 tonight, right? Over there at the St. John School of Arts? Correct. We start at 6 p.m. Um, just like Nicole, we actually have seen performers that open the show. And I'm excited this year um, for the first show, we are actually opening with our photography students that work on arts for advocacy programs, taking photographs of cancer survivors. So we've invited those cancer survivor models and our photography students to debut uh, their pictures today, too. Oh, that's awesome. And then uh, in a couple of weeks, um, the, the concert series continues. You got the Westerlies coming in uh, at the St. John School yes. of the Arts, Ms. Provost. Yes, we have the Westerlies coming in. And I'm excited about them as well, too. Uh, they work very, very closely with a lot of schools. And so they are um, we've been in, in talks about how we can incorporate some of our students here as well, too, in their concert. So we're excited about, about them coming, too. And then uh, one month later, um, you got uh, Victor Provost himself and Alex Brown, right? Uh, that's a, that's in late March. Yes, 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 yes. And so, so, I, so they... I, I, got, I got a real comprehensive uh, calendar um, for 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 the for the early part of 2020, 2024, Miss Provost. Oh yes, so we're we're trying our hardest to make sure that we're bringing great musicians here and exposing our students. Um, to a variety of, of musicians and music. And so yes, Victor Corbett and Alex Brown is March 29th. And the West release is February 23rd. 23rd. That's correct. That's yes. correct. The the um the Angel Show went good? St. John Angel Show, um, the Broadway, 
uh, from a, oh, a it was here? it was phenomenal. It was phenomenal. I'm actually supposed to get the um, final video of the performance, and we're going to post that on our website as well. And you know, you can always follow us on social media, on Instagram, and on Facebook, so you can see the performances of these amazing fourth graders. I mean, working for one hour a week for three weeks and having one full rehearsal all together. Um, I mean, they did an amazing job. That's good. And uh, Nicole, you work real hard in uh, establishing uh, these relationships, like like the one that you have with the St. John School of the Arts, right? Because um, while while artists are here, um, we got to make it worth their while, and not only that, but actually expose expose them as much as we can uh, to our to our, our local residents. Exactly, I th- I think it's very important to build the collaborations and to work together. Uh, for several reasons, right? When you go to the mainland, you have to perform an arts organization. They have a radius of more than 100,000 people um, of where they're located. And I think um, being on separate islands, it's really great that each have their performing arts organization. But because we're serving a small community, I think working together is very essential to get this to be able to bring certain quality to the island and then making sure that everybody gets exposed. So uh, that's the long answer to the yes. Um, we we <laughs> love working together. And again, it's all family, right? We're, we're, we're all family. We're all related somehow. Uh, just what you said, Janae and Victor are related. And, and Dion and Victor are in one band and they're playing this weekend in Florida. And, you know, so we're, we're all one big family. Um, and including Sinkoi, of course, um, that is the next step to to see how we can uh, grow that that collaboration with the museum in Frederikstad. Um, see what we can do with the artists that are coming in, um, but but also because of it, it gives a comprehensive look for the community as well. Just what Janae said, there students, the high school students that go to St. Thomas to school, but they're residing in St. John, so they don't miss out on what is happening on St. Thomas because it's also on St. John and, and vice versa. So we're, we're, we're making it a point, making sure that we have open communication and, uh, and it already starts in looking at the different artists. We always talk about it uh, and give each other's opinions and then we come to, uh, to a consensus. <laughs> no, um, um, we spoke. I just spoke with Ms. Provost about the Westerlies. Um, going to be here in two weeks. Are they going to be a part of the, the Water Island Festival in the same weekend? No. So we have the Water Island Festival um, because we have that every year, normally in January. This year we had to do it in February. Uh, otherwise, we would have collaborated with the Westerlies. But we're excited about the Water Island Festival this year. One, it's the 19th version. But we're building it out um, with the art community. So we have a VI contemporary fine art component to the Water Islands Festival in collaboration with Lucien Dow from St. Croix and Amy Gibbs from St. Thomas. And uh, it was Antilly School that brought it to us, said, like, hey, we have the Water Islands Festival, but... We would love to bring more to the table and and present local art and artists at the same time. So that 
the Water Island Festival is still on the Friday and the Saturday. It's the 23rd, 24th. But the whole art component starts already on the Thursday, the 22nd of February. 22nd. It's okay. the opening of the art show. It's very extraordinary. Over 20 local artists uh, are presenting their work. That is Thursday night. The work stays in the courtyard by the Fire Jollic Hall. And on Friday and Saturday uh, from 6 o'clock, people can come walk in. We have uh, we have hors d'oeuvres that are for free. So it's complimentary. And then there's a cash bar and then there's the art. And at 8 o'clock, the Water Island Festival starts um, on the Friday and on the Saturday. So then we're repeating that. Um, for people that are not able to come in the evening to see the art, they can walk in uh, on Friday during the day and Sunday during the day. So that's going to be a whole festive weekend with the VI Contemporary Fine Art component added to the Water Island Festival. Well, Ms. Provost, so um, Ms. Provost while, while the Westerlies are in tongue, you got some place to take them? Right, you can expose them to the Water Island Festival while they're here, right? Well, Miss Provost, uh, the call just dropped, so I will make sure we get her back in. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Sorry about that. No, no, I didn't. I didn't. Yeah. So by, by the next special, um, we will make sure she comes back in. <laughs> yeah, Miss. Um, um, I was looking at this um, this event here uh, for the Saint John School of the Arts, uh, and I see uh, a list of sponsors. So we don't want. Uh, those who are actually stepping up to provide support uh, for these events uh, to not get um, the the recognition that they deserve. Um, I see it's a combination of, of things, the National Endowment of the Arts, um, the, the Virgin Islands Council of the Arts, the CVI Lottery, um, also uh, Teresa Foundation, Mid-Atlantic Arts, um, USFCR. Um, so there are a number of different entities uh, that step up uh, that 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 make these events happen, Miss um, uh, Parsons. Yes. So without community support, it's just not possible. So what what, what you just mentioned, St. John School for Arts. Those are all the supporters on St. John. Uh, we share the support of the NEA and the Mid Atlantic Arts Foundation and the Virgin Island Council of the Arts. They are supporting us as well, which is always wonderful. And then on St. Thomas, we also have MSI and their Bolongo Bay Resort, um, FIA, supports us a lot, um, the Daily News, uh, the VI Source, uh, Newbold, um, ICMC, Marjorie Roberts, um, our board members, which is, um, which is a, a great group of people. Uh, that are personally invested in, in what we're doing. Um, also, Lockhart is also a sponsor. Um, I can't go on and on, to be quite honest. <laughs> we have for the Water Islands Festival, which has the CI Contemporary Fine Arts component. Uh, we have uh, Presidente. Um, we have Mount Gay, um, the botanist uh, Robert Mandavi. Um, and Tilly School, just to name a few. And and it's so important for everybody to know that, yeah, this is really a community effort to keep the art going. And 
it's it's important. It's important for anybody to get exposed. Um, just what Janae Earth said earlier, if you get exposed to artists that also look yet like you, um, it's it's an extra thing, right? That you really start looking at it and then open your ears to it. Um, and, and the art also emotionally, I think it's very important that we have that time that we can sit and listen and and feel the music and, and see artists perform. So that, that gives um, an extra enhancement to our lives. But again, without a community support, it's just simply not possible. And um, for those of you who are listening, we're, we're talking right now uh, with Miss Nicole Parsons uh, from the forum. Um, USVI, and we're talking, uh, well, well, this weekend, we got Imani wins in the Virgin Islands. And then um, as part of the the calendar, uh, two weeks or no, they got a big event coming up with the Water Island uh, Music Festival. Um, and that'll be uh, uh, February 24th, 2024. Um, uh, Water Island Music and Contemporary Fine Arts uh, Festival. And that's from... Uh, 8 p.m. Uh, to 10 uh, p.m. So what we're going to do is going to take a break right now. Um, and we'll hopefully get uh, Ms. Provost uh, back on the line uh, for some final yes, remarks. And then uh, uh, we'll also talk about um, the musical, the, the artists who are going to be a part, not only of uh, uh, Imani Wednesday this weekend, but the Water Island Music Festival in a couple of weeks. Uh, we'll take a break and be back right after this. Just step back, relax, and listen to your favorite song. I'm Raina Duris, and on the next World Cafe, maybe I can help you find something new to love, or maybe remind you of something you've been missing. There's so much music out there to enjoy, so take a moment, take a breath, and tune in to World Cafe. Weekdays at 10 p.m. on WTJX-FM 93.1. So I spent the past year trying to figure out what news designed for 21st century humans might look like. One of the things that really stuck with me was that we now know that humans actually need hope to get up in the morning. And I don't think as a journalist, I ever thought about it that way. We're always looking for new and better ways to understand the world we live in. That's On Point with me, Meghna Chakrabarty. Weekdays at 1 p.m. on WTJX FM 93.1, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. As the news gets more complex and changes through the day, you need more than just a quick headline check. Here and Now keeps you connected to your world between Morning Edition and All Things Considered as the news and the people shaping it are changing in real time. I'm Robin Young. Follow along on Here and Now, NPR News weekday afternoons. From 2 to 4 on WTJX-FM, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. 
Hi, I'm Peter Sagal. You spent the week listening to the news. Don't you think you deserve to show off what you've learned on Wait, Wait, We Give You a Chance to Impress Your Friends with Your Knowledge of International Incidents, Political Gaffes, and the Latest Advancement in German Nudists? You'll be the life of the party or the death. Either way, you'll make an impression and you can thank Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me from NPR. Saturdays at 1 p.m. and Sundays at 2 p.m. right here on WTJX FM 93.1, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. Here at Analysis, and we got uh, Mr. Cole Parsons uh, from the Forum USVI. Uh, this is their time of year uh, when uh, um, the action uh, reaches its apex in terms of performances. Um, it's a fall to spring calendar, and uh, we're glad to have uh, to welcome Imani Wins uh, into the Virgin Islands. Uh, this is a quintet uh, based in New York City, and um, they are going to be uh, making some rounds. They're going to do a St. John um, uh, performance tonight, and then they're going to perform tomorrow night um, at the Forum. Good morning, uh, Nicole. How are you? Good morning, Neville. I'm fine. How are you? I'm doing well. Uh, have we got Miss Provost back on the line, or is she busy? Yes, she's back on the line. The call just dropped, and we got her back in. Miss Provost, Provost, I miss you. <laughs> I'm back. I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's, that's what I, I'm talking about. Yeah, so um, you excited about tonight, Ms. Provost? Very, very excited about tonight. Actually getting um, ready for this afternoon for when the students get here. So it's already buzzing here at the School of the Earth. That's, that's what I'm talking about. Let me ask this question. If, if, I was to, to, if I was to win the power back and I run into money and, and I said, Ms. Provost, um, I got I got some money that I, I, I want to give to the St. John School of the Arts. What's the primary needs right now for your entity? So we are always in need of, I think my biggest thing is that I want to be able to serve as many students as possible. And so being able to offer our classes for free um, or at a reduced cost is our biggest need. And then that way I can open those classes to as many students that want to take them. Um, we have a donor right now, um, Mr. Anthony Martin, who has donated to our entire music department. So all of our music classes are free. And so that brings me such joy to be able to walk into the school. So I do regular visits at the schools um, and offer these students free scholarships to these classes. So. Uh, if, if, if you've won the Powerball, that's where I would tell you to put your money. <laughs> I, um, what about instruments? I got instruments. I think everybody can afford these instruments. I got in-house instruments. We do have some instruments. Um, we have guitars, violins. Uh, the problem for us really has been securing teaching artists for uh, like the woodwind instruments. Uh Um, That has been very, very, very difficult. You know, housing on St. John is almost non-existent. And so even if we have people that are interested in either moving or even coming from St. Thomas, um, it's just been very difficult. So 
you know, being able to offer those types of classes. And I think um, Deanna and I had also spoke about how we can involve the University of Virgin Islands and kind of do like a teacher swap or something of that nature. But uh, th- that's also our biggest need is, is getting um, and retaining those teaching artists for those instruments. But yes, we, we always can use instruments as well, too. Now, now um, Nicole, I know that, you know, we're here promoting events and all, all the good stuff, the final product, but there's a lot of work that's done uh, to get these uh, artists into the territory. Um, talk about um, some of the needs territorially based on what you see, at least from a district standpoint, uh, on St. Thomas and St. John as it relates to, to taking uh, the arts, um, in particular music, um, to the next level. Well, that's a great question. Um, the, the biggest need to, just to repeat what you're saying, is to bring the arts to the level it can be on. And I'm not going to say should, but in the community that we're standing for, it actually should be. Um, it, it's the collaboration, but it's also making sure that, that we're getting operational budgets. Right, what Janae runs into and what I run into and other organizations are running into as well is, yes, we get funding for artists coming in, we get funding for classes, we get funding for teachers. We're always working hard to get those grants and those sponsorships. And um, But then you have the whole other part of what you're saying, organizational-wise, to be strong and resilient, you actually need a solid team. And that's what we're lacking on the Virgin Islands. Have a solid performing arts team that can really work like they do on the mainland, where you have a solid team that has a marketing part, but also the grant writing part, because there are major grants on the mainland that we can apply for. But then our range and stuff and our yearly budgets are just too small to fall in certain categories. So, what? What we need to think about in our strategic plan for the next five to ten years, also because the structure of the people living on the Virgin Islands is changing as well. And we had uh, people that came in to live here 40, 50 years ago. They haven't supported the arts. Now, the new category of people coming in is not necessarily with a similar passion. It's a generation difference, right, how we see things in life. Um, which makes it even more pressing that we're looking at building a, a strong organization that can serve uh, the territory. Because now it's so, um, the, the little bit of hours that we have to do it is also divided over the different islands, um, which makes that DNA, for instance, and, and me too, we do some work double that one person can do for the district of St. John's and Thomas. Um, so I, I think that's something Janae and I are seriously looking at, like how do we build that over the next five to ten years to sustain and not have to say, like, hey, next year, these expensive artists that are worth the money, we can only bring in two instead of four or five. Uh, we really like to avoid that that aspect of it. Um, and, and actually growth is very important. Um, 
because people like also things to do besides the exposure for the young people. We like to keep executives. We like to keep doctors and nurses and lawyers and in the territory as well so that their families have things to do, have evenings out to, to see certain things that they're used to of having on the mainland. But those two components are very, very essential for the survival. Um, and I think, Janae, you can emphasize on, on, on that same part, right? It's, it's really looking uh, at building that, um, a strong organizational component. Oh, absolutely. I think medical work being modest in that, you know, sometimes, you know, we're, just, we're doing, you know, the job of three or four people and we do it because of our community and our love for the arts and the potential that we see in these students every day. Um, so, you know, it's definitely a labor of love, but I can, I can wholeheartedly agree <laughs> um, that having that level of support um, to be able to maintain what we're trying to do and grow what we're trying to do is, is, is essential. Yeah, no, no, I'd be, be remiss like... if I didn't ask about Quelbe music and, and how we could take our, our local uh, genius um, and continue yeah. to promote it because it is it is some of the sweetest music there is that was ever created, well, Miss Pro, Ms. Provost and, 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 and Miss Parsons. And to the, yeah, now to that Neville... Um, it's very interesting, um, and I'm, it's pretty con controversial what I'm saying right now, right? But I'm just going to say it like it is. People talk about it because they think it's not being preserved, but it is. The University of the Virgin Islands has a whole series on the Quill Bay. They work very closely with Stanley and the Ten Sleepless Nights. They document them twice now, Have um, in, and there's a course in the making for Quill Bay music, um, the provost is really um, maintaining that on, on the level worldwide and, and, and Dion as well. So that is really in that university range is really being preserved so that it can be shared with the community. Now the next step is how... Well, but I'm, I'm also talking about exposing it to the Imani way That's to the my world. next step. The folks who are here may not have been exposed to it, and then they come exactly. to realize that we've, we have a we have this ability to take scratch band music and and make yeah. it orchestral. Exactly, exactly. So, but, but not a lot of people know, but um, uh, Dion and Victor, um, there is a, a VI uh, orchestra actually with all. Um, professionals from the Virgin Islands that yes. are actually playing the music, what you're saying, uh, the Quill Bay and the Calypso in a big man setting. So, but again, organization-wise, but you may also emphasize when there is a strong performing arts presence, those things can be developed and presented more so that people really know about it. There's a lot of labor of love um, that that just simply because they're only 24 hours in a day, uh, there's only so much that we can present. So I'm definitely shouting out to, uh, I know, and that's the controversial part. Um, every state in the no, United States... No, but I don't, I don't think it's controversial. I think it's real. You're just, you're just calling, calling it like it is. You know, well, um, and I'm, I'm, it, in, in and order for us to, 
not only preserve it and and take it to the next level, it's going to require resources and and, and commitments. Yes. So so we got to be we got to be very we got to be very candid about that, Miss um, Parsons. Yeah, so I agree. Candid- so, so do not and- do not apologize for what may sound controversial. It's candor, and and it's necessary so that we could you know get the consciousness so- to the levels that we needed to get to. Correct, and 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 the controversial part is more that nationwide, right? Every state in the United States, and there are articles out there. Uh, it's really the National uh, Government Association that is pushing it, especially in communities like we have here, which mm-hmm. is um, a, a low-income range and also rural. Um, most governors from every state around the United States, it comes out of their office that they're really pushing. So that's the controversial part that I'm saying. I'm, I'm giving a shout yeah. out. Okay, I, I, I understand the context in which you're speaking now. So yes, I understand what you're saying. I want to thank uh, both of you, Ms. Nicole Parsons from the Forum, uh, USVI, and uh, Ms. Uh, Jeanne Provost from the St. John's School of Arts. And congratulate you uh, for what you do. Thank you. Uh, for bringing uh, entities like Imani Wins uh, in uh, to the territory and exposing the people, especially our young people, to um, the beautiful uh, sound of music. And then I also want to give you um, some props, um, Nicole, for um, a big event coming up in two weeks, um, the Water Island Music Festival. And I was looking at the lineup of artists, and I see Dion. Dion is going to be a part of that. Um, um, Mr. Gargulo, that's how you pronounce his name? Gargulo? Julian? Yeah. Julian. Uh, yeah, Julian, he, yeah. he, he plays he plays a part in this on a regular basis, right? I, I was yes, looking he, back. He is the basis of the Water Island Festival. He started it with um, with Alex Randall on Water Island. It's okay. now no longer on Water Island. It's now on St. Thomas after the hurricanes. Mm-hmm. But it started in Alex Randall's living room, and it grew out to a real festival. Yeah, no, so I saw that, so I want to definitely give him... Um, a shout out, and maybe um, we can get 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 you on and um, around two weeks from now, right? The, today's the ninth to the twenty third, or somewhere thereabouts. Maybe the twenty the twenty second and twenty third, so we could um, support that and promote um, yeah, the value of the Water Island weekend. Music Festival uh, for the territory. Yeah, it's a whole weekend. the 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 twenty second starts the art, the opening of the VI Contemporary Fine Arts um, Festival with. Uh, Lucian Dowd and, and uh, Amy Gibbs. And then mm-hmm. on the Friday, the 23rd, and the Saturday, the 24th, the music is added to it. So the courtyard is open from 6, all those three nights. And then the Water Island Festival uh, in the Prairie Jollic Hall starts in, uh, at 8 o'clock on the Friday and the Saturday. You got it. You got it. Miss Provost, nice talking to you, and, and congratulations, and good luck with the event tonight over there in St. John. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you. You got yeah. it. And um, Nicole Parsons, the the consummate promoter. You, the, all I got to do is mention the event and you give me all the details right off the bat. You're good at that. Uh, that's good. So uh, well, I like that. Nice talking to you. Uh, enjoy the weekend and, yeah. and have a successful weekend with Imani Wins here in the Virgin yes, Islands. Yes, we're excited. Okay. Thank you so much, Neville, for always taking the time for us and promoting the arts. Very important. Without a doubt, my, my boy Lucian Downs. Uh, he's gonna be a part of that Water Island Music Festival on a Thursday night. Yeah. So um I gotta I gotta get with him uh sometime between now and then. Thank you very much uh for joining us uh this morning. Um what we're gonna do um um about a minute away uh from 
from the break, and I'm just looking over the forum here. Um, they got that big event on the um, the 23rd and 24th, and then they have chamber music uh, coming up on March 9th. And then we mentioned um, that event that's going to take place for the St. John Music, the St. John School of the Arts in late March um, with that concert series um, with the Westerlies. Um, they're gonna be they're, they're gonna be actually the Westerlies are gonna happen first, right? The same weekend, the same weekend with um, with uh, the Wild Island Music Festival, and then they have a big event coming up um, with their concert series on March 29th. Victor Provost and Alex Brown. So we got a number of different events taking place uh, between now uh, and the spring uh, when the calendar ends for the forum in in May. Okay, so. Support your own. That's what we just said, right? Local. And we, we promote that local. So we'll take, a, we'll take a break. We come back. We'll do some programming notes. And hopefully, and Danny Delaville uh, will join us uh, in our number two with the Internet Cafe in Christianstead. Be back right after this. The views and opinions expressed on Analyze This are entirely those of the on-air participants and do not reflect those of the station's board, management, staff, or underwriters. He said that black smoke was constantly coming out of the burn pits 24-7. And my reaction to it was like, wow, that doesn't sound very safe. I wonder what that's about. And in my mind, I couldn't imagine at the time that type of system operating could potentially harm our service members. Journalism that seeks and reveals. That's On Point with me, Magna Chakrabarty. Weekdays at 1 p.m. on WTJX FM 93.1, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. There are many complex issues that arise in our territory. Comes with the territory with Leslie Comision. Join me, Leslie Comision, for a breakdown of political issues facing our territory, one conversation at a time. I'm here to be the voice you can rely on for information that is straightforward and comprehensive. Tune in to be a part of the discussion. It all comes with the territory. Comes with the territory airs Sundays at 1 p.m. and re-airs at 7 p.m. on WTJX-TV Channel 12. 